that Krishna himself came and canvassed through Arjuna. Yes, Sarvadhanman Puritaja Mami Kang Saranangvai. My dear Arjuna, not only Arjuna, Arjuna is representative of the living entities, so he is appealing to all living entities, especially all human beings, anywhere and everywhere, that you just surrender unto me, come unto me, and then I shall get you relieved from all sinful reaction of your life. Aṁkāṁ sarva pāpibhva mokhaśyāṇ. Now just see, Arjuna is Krishna's personal friend. He is always with Krishna. He is eternal associate. He is talking with Krishna. Just imagine his position. Still Krishna says, Ahantang sarvapapibhya. I shall get you relief from all sinful reaction. This means that a person like Arjuna, who can talk face to face with Krishna, is supposed to have sinful activities of life. Otherwise, why Krishna says, Ahamtaṁ sarva-pāpibhā, I shall get you relieved from all sinful reactions. That means even Krishna, even Arjuna was subjected to sinful activities. <coughs> this word is so made that even we, if we do not want to be sinful, this circumstances is so made that we will be obliged to commit sins. It is such a place. Therefore, in Śrīmad-bhāgavatam it is stated that this place is padam padam jata vipadam. This material world is full of danger in every step. There is a very nice verse. Samasritam jepadapallavam plavam mahatpadam purna jaso murare bhavambudhi vatsapadam param padam 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 jad vipadana na tesham this is very nice poetry. Srimad Bhagavad, in every verse, there is a poetic genius. <clears throat> now, in, you see in this verse, Vatsapadam, Paramapadam, Padam, Padam, Jad Vipadana Krishna. Padam, Padam, you see. Anupras. <clears throat> what is called in English? The same word repeated. Alliteration. Yes. Let's see. Vatsapadam padam. Param padam. Padam padam. 
before now, that is also further. You see? Nicely made. <coughs> so the meaning of this verse is that bhavam buddhi bhavam buddhi means this material nuisance, ocean of nuisance. It is the ocean of uh, ignorance, nuisance. This is called bhavam buddhi. But uh, one has to cross over this nuisance, ocean of nuisance. And how to cross over? Now, samasitam padapallavam, one who has taken shelter of the lotus feet as the boat for crossing over this ocean of nisāyana, for him, bhavāṁbhudi, this great ocean becomes vatsapadam. Vatsapadam means uh, just a, uh, you have no such uh, experience in India, in village, they, and during rainy season the cows and the calves pass on the roads and there is impression and there is some water. That is called Vasapada. Water in the pot or in the uh, hole impressed by the hoof of the cow and calves. That water, anyone, such hundreds of water spot one can cross very easily. Similarly, if anyone takes shelter of the boat, <coughs> the lotus feet of Krishna, for him this great ocean of nisāyas becomes just like Vāsva. That means very easily one can cross. And this place, padam padam jadvipadam, this material world, where in every step there is danger, this place is not for them. For whom? One who has taken shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna. But unfortunately, we uh, take this ocean of nisāyans as very pleasant place. This is the spell of māyā, where there is danger in every state. But we are thinking that we are very happy, we are advancing in material civilization, and as far as we can imagine, that we are very prosperous. This is called māyā. He cannot appreciate that in every step there is danger in this material world. Take for example, just like I am coming from Boston here by aeroplane, it is very nice discovery. But as soon as you get on the aeroplane, every second there is danger, because there is no guarantee. 
there is no guarantee. Uh, similarly, we may crossing over this street, or uh, there is danger. Recently, in Delhi, one of our god nephew, uh, he was crushed by motor accident, completely crushed. <coughs> he fell down, and the motor car passed over him, and all the bones were crushed. I received this later. So we should know that this place is not at all safe. At any moment there is danger. Therefore, in the Chanakya Pandit's version it is said that if you want to have spiritual realization, then you should always think that death is coming and danger is coming immediately. That should be our attitude. And in the Bhagavad-gītā it is also said that those who are intelligent persons, those who are making progress to become wiser, for them four things should be kept always in view. What is that? Janvamitya jarabhyādhi dukkho dosānu darsana. We may think very, that we are very safe and we are making a good advancement in economic development, but there is no solution for these four problems as enunciated by Bhagavad-gītā. Janama, mṛttu, jara, vyādhi. There is no solution for birth. There is so much attempt for birth control all over the world, but still in every minute or in the second some percentage of population is increased. Janma mṛttu. Similarly, there are so many attempts to discover scientific measures to stop death, but it is not possible. Death is taking place. Rather, in the present age, death is taking place earlier than in years ago. Formerly people were living, say, hundred years, eighty years, ninety years, and now it is a man is living at most seventy years, sixty years. If a man lives for eighty years, then he is considered to be very... But time will come as we get information from Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam that at the end of this age, Kalijū, if a man lives for twenty to thirty years, he will be considered as the grand old man. So practically we are not making any progress. And materially, it is not possible to make any progress. It is that is called maya, illusion. We are actually not making any progress, but we are thinking that we are making progress. This is called spell of maya. 
But the real problem is that we should understand that this place is full of danger. <coughs> and the Bhagavad Gita, it is certified the this place, the Dukkhalam Asasadam. This place is full of misery and asasadam. Even if you accept, or oh, let it be miserable, I don't mind. I shall remain here. People say frankly that you don't want any other world. We don't want, don't believe in heaven. Oh, we don't believe in Vaikuntha. We want to make ourselves happy in this world. They say. But from authorities like uh, Krishna or Bhagavad Gita, we understand that this place is meant for suffering. This is called dukkhālaṁ asāsata. Even if we agree to live in this miserable place, because everyone we want to live, nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to die. Suppose we are sitting here and if there is some death signal, Oh, we shall at once clear away from this place if there is fire, because we do not want to die. That is a fact. So, uh, but this place is certified by Krishna as dukkhālaṁ asāsata. It is place of misery. At the same time, it is temporary. Temporary. As Today we, I, I entered in your country, Canada, for the first time, and the time limit was given there by the immigration that we cannot leave here or stay here more than this time. Similarly, even if I think, oh, Canada is a very nice place, Montreal is a very nice place, let me stay here, or the immigration department will not allow me to stay. Similarly, if you think that this material world is very nice, let me stay here, oh, the higher authorities, ah, there are higher authorities, like there are authorities in the immigration department. Similarly, there are higher authorities ah, in the management of this worldly affair. Javaraj, or oh, he will not allow you to stay. You, you have to change your body. Actually, a living entity is eternal. But the problem is that he is changing body. Just like either I may live at Canada or USA or India, I shall leave somewhere. But Nobody will allow me to stay, except in my own country. Nobody will allow me to stay for a long time. Similarly, this is not your place. This material world is foreign country for you. This material world. We belong to the spiritual world. We belong to the world where life is eternal, where life is blissful, 
and where there is no ignorance. Just like Krishna's body is described in the Brahma Samhita and other Vedic literature, that Ishara Parama Krishna Satchidananda Vigraha. Satchidananda Vigraha means his body is made of a, a spiritual eternity, sat and chit, full of knowledge and ānanda, and full of bliss. In the Vedānta Sutra also it is stated about the Supreme Personality of Godhead or the Absolute Truth as ānanda-maya-bhyāsā. By nature uh, he is full of bliss, the Absolute Truth, Absolute Person. Uh, you see the Krishna's picture, ānanda chinmaya rasa pratibhavita is enjoying in blissfulness. This Radha and Krishna, this is enjoyment, but this enjoyment is not uh, like here the uh, young boys and young girls, they enjoy. It is not like that. Because here the ānanda, is temporary. It is not eternal. Uh, but that ānanda, Radha Krishna Pranayavikiti, is eternal bliss. Uh, so Krishna is canvassing everyone that you come to Me. Here also you will have this eternal ānanda. Uh, eternal blissfulness. Oh. You are after uh, loving affairs. But here in this material world actually there is no love. It is only lust. And even if we accept that this is love, oh, it will not exist. It will be finished. Therefore in Vedic literature we find that ramante jogina anante. Those who are yogis, those who are transcendentalists, they also, every one of us is seeking after pleasure, ānanda. But the yogis, either these jnāna-yogi, dhyāna-yogi, or karma-yogi, or bhakta-yogi, there are different kinds of yogis. But the yogi means the person who wants to connect himself with the eternal happiness. That is called yogi. One who is not satisfied with this temporary material happiness. Just like Saṅkarācārya, he also says the Brahma-sattva jagannitya. You are trying to derive pleasure from this material world, but it is false, he also says. If you want real pleasure, then brahma come. You have to seek pleasure in the Brahma, 
Similarly, we find in Srimad Bhagavatam, in the instruction of Rishabdev, he says, he is instructing his sons, tapo dibbaṁ putraka jena suddheta satya jasmād brahma sukham tanantam. He is advising his sons. His sons means everyone. He is advising. What is that? Na ayanga deha deho bhajangani loke kastan kamana rhati vidh bhujangaji. My dear sons, this human form of body is not meant for continuously hard labor, simply for sex enjoyment. Simply for sex enjoyment. Because in this material world, the enjoyment, the highest enjoyment one can perceive, that is sex. Therefore in the material world, those who are materialists, they are trying to exact happiness simply by that sex life. You will find so many pictures, naked pictures, this picture, that picture. Why? Because they have no other information of happiness. <coughs> that is the happiness. Oh. They have no other information. In many places, oh. This sex enjoyment is uh, duplicated. In another place it is stated, janamaitanādi grihamedhi sukham mitucham. The grihamedhi, the so-called family men, they are working harder, so hard. Why? Because they have got that point of happiness sex happiness. That's all. Another poet, he is singing a version of poet. Sīta-yātapa-bāta-varīśana edina-jāmini-jāgire bīphale-sevino-kripana-dhurajana chapala-sukhalava-lāgire Sīta-yātapa-bāta-varīśan. Now, those who are working, they have no consideration that there is snowfall or there is scorching heat. Sīta-yātapa-bāta, severe cold. And varīśana means heavy torrents of rain. Or he has to go to the office and work. Sīta-yātapa-bāta-varīśana edina-jāmini-jāgire night duty. These are severe type of laboring. And the poet says, Sīta-yātapa-bāta-varīśana edina-jāmini-jāgire. Why? Bīphala-sevino-kripana-dhurajana chapala-sukhala-balādhi. That momentary happiness. Uh, I am working so hard. So everywhere in the Vedic literature, uh, 
this life, this materialistic way of life is karnat. It's karnat. So Rishabdev says that this life is meant for tapasya, tapa. Tapa divvaṁ putraka. My dear son, you are so, if you think that this human form of life is meant for oh, sex happiness and working day and night so hard, oh, this life is not meant for that purpose. That is visible in the cats and dogs and hogs' life. They are also laboring the whole day and satisfied by sex life. So your life is not meant for that. Then what it is meant for? He says, tapaha. It is meant for tapasya, hostility, penance. Ah. Oh, you are, we are taking so much pains also. Ah. Don't you think this material is there earning and they are making so uh, improvement and without any labor, without any tapasya? No. They are also laboring, they are undergoing uh, severe austerity. That's nice. But here it is said, tapa divyam. You have to uh, undergo austerities and penance for God realization. Divyam. Tapo divyam putraka. Why? Why not this material world? Why God realization? They, it is very nicely stated that tapo dibbang jena satya If you accept this tapasya or austerity for God realization, then your existential and position will be purified. At the present moment, due to my material conditional life, because I have got this material body. Therefore, my pleasure, I am hankering after pleasure, but whatever pleasure I am acquiring, uh, that is not permanent or flickering or simply uh, illusion. But that hankering after pleasure is your constitutional position, because you are part and parcel of the Supreme Lord who is ānandamaya-vyāsā, who is uh, by nature blissful, and you are part and parcel of that blissful Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, your nature is also blissful. Uh, that is a fact. But you are seeking pleasure or blissfulness in a place uh, where it is not possible. And by purification of your existence and position, the result will be jasmad brahma sokham. Brahma means the greatest. Greatest. Brihatya, Brihanatya, Diti. Brahma means the greatest and who comes in contact with Brahma, 
he also becomes greater. That is called Brahma. So if you accept austerity in this life and don't behave like cats and dogs and hogs simply for sex pleasure, then the result will be that your existence will be purified by which you will realize eternal happiness, anantam, which has no end, no beginning, no end. Actually it is so. So this knowledge of Brahma-sakha is in so many ways they are uh, instructed in Vedic literature. We have got volumes and volumes of Vedic literature. Uh, first we have got the four Vedas, then we have got the Upanishads, then we have got Vedanta Sutra, uh, then we have got Mahabharata, Ramayana, uh, then Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, so many. Uh, and uh, one one book, Srimad Bhagavatam, it contains 18,000 verses. Uh, Mahabharata contains uh, hundreds of thousands of verses. There are 18 Puranas and uh, 108 Upanishads and Vedanta Sutra, immense literature for understanding what is Brahma Sukham. So these literatures are meant for the human society, not for the cat society, dog society. The great sages of India, especially Vyasdev, he labored so hard and uh, delivered so valuable literatures to us. There is opportunity. Uh, uh, it was the duty of India to distribute this knowledge all over the world, this immense treasure of knowledge. Unfortunately, uh, and uh, so far we have studied that persons who are great thinkers, they were expected, they have still some respect for India's uh, great treasure house of the spiritual knowledge. But unfortunately, there is no arrangement for distributing this uh, spiritual knowledge all over the world. Anyway, we are uh, just making our teeny effort for spreading Krishna consciousness. What is this Krishna consciousness? This Krishna consciousness is nothing, it's simply a drop in the ocean of these great literatures. Just like there is vast Atlantic Ocean in front of your country, and if you take one drop of Atlantic Ocean water and taste it, then you can understand at least what is the taste of this Atlantic Ocean. That is a fact. If you are intelligent enough, by tasting one drop of water of the Atlantic Ocean, you can understand that the taste of the Atlantic Ocean is salt. Similarly, this Bhagavad-gītā 
is the essence of all Vedic literature. Just like milk is the essence of the blood, uh, blood, the milk is nothing, but it is cow's blood, stands for, just like mother's milk. The mother's milk, where from it comes? It comes from the blood, but stands for in such a way that it becomes nutritious to the child, tasteful to the child. Similarly, cow's milk also, a most nutritious and valuable food. So it is compared that this Bhagavad-gītā is the milk of the cow of Vedic literature. And the milkman is Krishna himself. And the uh, a drinker of the milk is we are. through Arjuna. These things are there. So this Bhagavad-gītā is the essence of the Atlantic Ocean of Vedic literature. And this Krishna consciousness movement means that we are presenting the that taste of Bhagavad-gītā uh, to the world as it is, without any intermediation. Just like milk, if you get it directly from the uh, milk bag of the cow and taste it, you'll find very nice. But if you take it and adulterate it with something, uh, water, then it is not so tasteful. Similarly, Bhagavad-gītā, if you understand as it is, then you can have the taste of the milk. But as there are many rascal commentators, I say straightly that those who comment on Bhagavad-gītā according to their own whims. They are all rascals. Ah, just like uh, milk, if you adulterate with water, the taste is gone, and the man who adulterates milk with water, he is a rascal. He is condemned. Similarly, Bhagavad-gītā, if you taste as it is, ah, then you will release. Ah, what is that Vedic knowledge? What is that essence, essence of Brahma? So come. You can understand. So many people in America, since I came here, they asked me to recommend a, an edition of Bhagavad-gītā in English. There are so many editions of Bhagavad-gītā in your country. Uh, some, some of them are compiled by your countrymen, some of them compiled by Indians. But all of them, different interpretations, different interpretations. But we should not accept Bhagavad-gītā in different interpretation. We should accept Bhagavad-gītā as it is. Then we can raise. So we shall very uh, 
shortly present our Bhagavad Gita as it is. It, it has been taken by Messrs. Macmillan Company to publish it, uh, most probably in the month of October it will be published. So I shall request you to read Bhagavad Gita as it is, without any interpretation. Just like I will give you some examples. Uh, the first verse of Bhagavad Gita is stated as false. Dharma Kshetri, Kuru Kshetri, Samavita, Jidusava, Mamuka, Pandava, Striva, Kimakur, Bhatasanya. The first word is Dharma Kshetra. The second word is Kuru Kshetra. Now, the meaning is that Kuru Kshetra is a place which is considered at the holy place of pilgrimage. Now this dharma-khetra, kuru-khetra is still present. Even in the modern day, if you go to India, it is about hundred miles from New Delhi. There is a place, kuru-khetra, and which is, according to Hindu rites, Vedic rites, that is a place of pilgrimage. Many people go there to this sacred place. Uh, and in the Vedic literature it is stated that Kurukshetra Dhanmam Jajayat. If you want to perform religious rites, then you should perform at Kurukshetra. So Kurukshetra is a place of pilgrimage, that is a fact. But unfortunately, even a great man like Mahatma Gandhi. He comments that Kurukshetra means this body. Kurukshetra means this body. Now where from he got this meaning, Kurukshetra means this body, which is that big dictionary, I do not But he has interpreted in that way. Similarly, in Dr. Radha Krishna's book also, uh, the translation is, Krishna says, Manmana bhavamad bhakto madhyaji maganamaskuru. My dear Arjuna, you just always think of me, you just become my devotee, you just offer your all obeisances unto me, and the result will be that you will come to me without any doubt. That means you will come to the uh, spiritual uh, planets. So, come to me. Krishna lives in Vaikuntha or Golok Vrindavan. These are Vedic literature's uh, statement. So, all you go to Krishna. Krishna uh, was there. Then what is meant by come to me? Undoubtedly. Uh, he, has already, he was already there before Krishna. Arjuna was already there. What does it mean, come to me, that he has got? His own place. That is also stated in the Bhagavad Madhyama Bhaktya Apunarjanmana Vidyate. Anyone who comes to my place, my abode, he never goes back. So, in this way, if we accept Bhagavad Gita as it is, but this special verse, Manmana Bhavamad Bhakta, is interpreted by Dr. Radha Krishna. It is not up to Krishna that we have to serve. 
But see, Krishna says directly unto me, but he says it is not to Krishna. In this way, in different books, you will find different kinds of interpretations. Why? The Bhagavad-gītā is a very popular book, and if one has got some nonsense idea, he wants to put forward that nonsense idea through Bhagavad-gītā. This is going on. But if you want to test Bhagavad-gītā, then you should accept as it is. Then you will release and you will get the benefit. But reading of Bhagavad-gītā, all the essence knowledge, quintessence of all Vedic literature, if you want to test, just read Bhagavad-gītā as it is and you will be benefited. So our Krishna consciousness movement means that we are presenting Bhagavad-gītā as it is and in a practical way. Just like we are uh, recommending the members of the society to chant Hare Krishna. Uh, that is stated in the Bhagavad-gītā, satatam kīrtantam mām jatantaśta-dhira-prata. Those who are mahātmās, great souls, they are always engaged in glorifying Me, satatam. Satatam means always. And who is a mahātmā? We have got conception that Mahātmā Gandhi, a great politician, he is called Mahātmā. But in the Bhagavad-gītā, the definition of Mahātmā is different. In the Bhagavad-gītā you find mahatma nastumaṁ pārta bhīmi pradhidhimāsṛtā. One who is mahatma, he is not under the control of this material nature. He is under the protection of the spiritual nature, devi And what is the difference between a person under the spell of this material nature and one person under the protection of spiritual nature, and that is also stated there. That Mahatmanastuman Partha Daivi Prakiti Mahasiddha Bhajanti Mahamananda Manaso. The test whether a man is under the protection or uh, under the punishment of this material nature or he is under the protection of spiritual nature, is, test, is tested in this life. What is that? That Mahatma, who is under the protection of spiritual nature, his business is to uh, uh, render transcendental loving service to Krishna. Ananda-manasa means without any deviation. He has no other business than to glorify Krishna, and that is specifically mentioned, satatam-kītantam-māṁ-yatantaśta-dhirabhṛta. These things are there. And the result is that ultimately if you become Krishna-conscious fully, then you become transferred 
from this material world to the spiritual world. Ah, that is also stated in the eighth chapter, So if one dies, it is not for simply Krishna conscious man. It is true for everyone that at the, at the moment of his death, whatever he is thinking of, his next life is going to happen like that. So if you practice this Krishna consciousness, while you are strong enough, then naturally at the time of your death, when everything is oblivious, because at the time of death we do not know what is the condition of my health or my body. But therefore, if I practice, this is called abhyasa yoga. Abhyasa yoga yuktena chitasanandagamina. If one practices this yoga process of Krishna consciousness, then paramang purusam He can attain, he can arrive. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. Jadvatyana nivartanti tadhama paramangma. If one goes to that place, he hasn't got to come back again to this miserable world. So Krishna conscious movement is the greatest gift to the human society. Those who are fortunate enough they will take advantage of it. It is not a fiction, it is not a bogus propaganda, but it is authorized of life. And out of many millions of perfected life, one can understand Krishna consciousness. So it is, in one side, it is very difficult to understand, but at the same time, it is very easy to prosecute this Krishna consciousness. And because it is very easy, because we are recommending that simply chant Hare Krishna, you will get the greatest perfection. They, they cannot believe it. If I would have prescribed some gymnastic process, and if I would have charged fifty dollars for some secret mantra, then your countryman would have followed me. Because it is presented very simply, although it is very sublime, uh, we don't get any power. Anyway, whatever, uh, in a, and there is a proverb in Bengal that uh, it is better to uh, keep the cow set vacant than to have a troublesome cow. Uh, cow, of course, in, in your country, uh, uh, there is uh, no system of cow-keeping in India. Uh, at least every householder, at least in the villages, uh, they have got a cow, and not uh, one, but at least one dozen, half a dozen. So it is said that instead of keeping a troublesome cow who will not deliver any milk, it is better to keep the cows at vacant. So, uh, we shall be satisfied followers. We are not after many followers, but we want that anyone who comes in contact in this movement may take this movement seriously, try to understand it with all 
scrutinization and he'll find it is very sublime. Uh, and the best and uh, simplest method for spiritual realization. Thank you. Any question? kinds of natural sequences. Just like this water is liquid, this is natural. But this water becomes a solid also. It becomes ice. That is also natural. So which one is actual natural? Liquid. Liquid is. Actualness and uh, to turn into ice, solid, that is temporary natural. So there are two kinds of natural. One kind of natural, just like we have got this body, this is also natural, but it is temporary natural. But we are eternal. And when you get a eternal existence, that is our real nature. Is that all right? So we are now in artificial nature. Bhutya, bhutya, praliyat. We are getting our body and finishing. So we have to transform from this nature to the other nature, the spiritual nature. Therefore, in the Bhagavad-gītā it is said, mahātmānas-tumāṁ-prārta-dvaivi-prakīti-mātmā. Prakīti means nature. So those who are mahātmās, great soul, they transfer themselves to the other nature, spiritual nature. So if you transfer yourself to the spiritual nature, that is your real nature. Now I am in the artificial or temperateness, and not artificial, but temperate. I want to live eternally. I don't want death. But it is not possible because I have got this temporary nature. That I was explaining this. The jena suddheta satya, when your existential position will be purified, then you get your. And the whole process of chanting Hare Krishna is purifying process. Chetadatpanamarjana. It is all purifying process. Sarvapadi Vinimakta. Purification means now we have got so many designations. So when we shall be free from all designations and simply understand that I am servant of Krishna. That is my nature. This is a very important question. It is clear?
Spiritual nature, I am actually spiritual nature, but uh, I am now in material nature. So I have to revive my position in the spiritual nature. When, when the person, by following his temporary nature, realizes that he can't find satisfaction, then necessarily he must turn to spiritual nature. Yes, that dissatisfaction is always there. Just like if a animal or a living entity is put into the water, they have a smart swimmer, he may be, it is struggle. In the water, that because that is not his natural position. The same man, if he is taken over the water, one inch over the water, if he is relief immediately. And if he is put into the land, then he perfectly relief. So therefore Lord Chaitanya offers his prayer to Krishna. Oi Nanda Tanaja Potitam Kinkaranamam Bhishame Bhavam Budhok. My dear Lord Krishna, I am your eternal servant. Somehow or other I am now fallen in this ocean of nisāyāṁsa, kripaya-tava-pāda-paṅkaja-sthita-dhulisa-diṣaṁ-vichintā. Kindly pick me up from this ocean of nisāyāṁsa and fix me as one of your dust of the lotus feet. So that should be our prayer, that this Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna is also prayer. Hare means, O oh, the energy of the Lord, and Krishna means, O oh, the Lord, Supreme Personality of Godhead. Please take me out of this ocean of nisāyāṁsa and fix me up in your eternal transcendental service. This is the prayer. Anyway, you are maintaining this institution. Thanks to you. <laughs> Although the assembly is not as great as the hall, maintaining design. So our Indian brothers, they do not participate in this meeting.
now it is past nine, you can have some tea. No other question? This is newly partitioned? Uh, it's not quite finished yet. We Interested to come, even upstairs they will come. Those who are not interested, even in the downstairs they will not come. Those who are after water, they will find out water. Where there is a wheel, they will wait. But those who are not thirsty, How many students are coming? Really? In each meeting? Uh, sometimes uh, only the initiated devotees are here, and uh, sometimes you have three students, sometimes six. Depends. Send information that I have come with a little advertisement. Sometimes we have, uh, uh, for example, John Mastomy, we had uh, about 200 people here. Anyway, that's nice. No, I tell you, it lies very nicely. The place is nice. <coughs> so let us do our duty. Is we have to satisfy Krishna. People may take advantage of it or not. So, chant Harish. 